Hey, travel professional, are you pulling double duty whilst trying to run your travel business, juggling life and running yourself down into the ground with that constant fear of burning out or worse, giving up altogether? This episode is a fairly intimate chat about the mindset sins that we commit on the daily and how to break free of them to restore balance, clarity and shift back into the hot seat with complete control. If this sounds exactly like you and where you're at in life right now, then this is the perfect episode for you. Hey, I'm Steph and I'm obsessed with all things travel, marketing, branding and helping you stand out from the crowd. In just under two years, I went from being a home-based travel agent with zero clue how to make it work in the digital world to launching an international ranking travel podcast and creating an online course to help travel agents in lead generation. Here's one thing I know for sure, there has never in the history of the world been a better time to create the travel business you've always wanted. All you need is an actionable strategy and someone to show you the way. Picture this, we're going to spend the next hour of our time together at the Swim Up Pool Bar where over a cocktail, we deep dive into travel related topics mixed with a little classroom training. This show is dedicated to encouraging you to step outside of your comfort zone and into your travel business. I'll show you how I did it and how you can too. Hit subscribe now and let's get into it. If you're a travel agent wanting to stand out in the digital world, but you struggle with consistency, tech isn't your jam and you have no idea where to start, join my free masterclass where I talk about exactly this. Head to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash masterclass. You're listening to Unplug in Paradise, the podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Unplug in Paradise. I'm Stephanie Myers, travel agent, a podcast host, and online course creator of the exclusive travel industry program, Travel Agent Runway. Coming to you live from the rainy New- northern New South Wales, sunny one minute, flooding the next, it seems. My thoughts are with my community through this utter exhaustion and triggering times as it was only just last month that the Northern Rivers of New South Wales experienced what has been described as a once in a 500 year flood event. So if you can assist in any way, please reach out. You can DM me on Instagram if you need further information on how you can help those people here on the ground who desperately need assistance. Thank you to everyone who has already reached out and has kept in touch during these strange times. I really do appreciate you. So thank you. Today, I'm very excited to welcome back our resident travel agent mindset coach back to the show. As Sue and I have been chatting a lot lately in response to the current issues that are strife in our industry at the moment, and we thought that we would take the perfect opportunity to get together as a team and act in response to what our travel agent community need the most right now. So Sue appeared on the podcast late last year, and we spoke about how we can flip the script 
in order to shift our mindset in improve things for ourselves and in our businesses. That podcast episode is number 35, Flipping Scripts and Mindset Shifts. If you haven't already heard it, be sure to add it to your list of episodes to catch up on if you haven't already. Not only is Sue a travel agent herself, she is also a professionally trained NLP practitioner and a personal development coach who has blended her passions of travel and mindset together to help travel agents shift forward with new thinking tools and skills to re-emerge their businesses with renewed passion. This episode, I can say hand on heart, hits so many of those feels and I hope is extremely valuable to you as it was for me. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Before we begin today's episode, would you please join me while we recognise the generations of the local Aboriginal people of the Bundjalung Nation who have lived in and derived their physical and spiritual needs from the forests, rivers, lakes and streams of this beautiful valley over thousands of years as the traditional owners and custodians of these lands. Welcome back to the podcast, Suze. As always, it's such a pleasure to have you back on the show. We've been chatting heaps lately and we have been discussing quite a bit just about what we've been seeing in the industry at the moment in regards to the vibe, the overall feeling, where our travel agent pals are currently at. Uh, And yeah, just talking generally about what we're seeing and hearing at the moment. But one thing that's been really evident, as you'll know, is that there's so many agents out there at the moment who are experiencing a high level of overwhelm already and just as bookings have just started to pick up agents are going a thousand kilometers plus an hour and juggling other jobs trying to get families and everything motivated and moving along as normal life isn't normal at the moment so we are all just trying to get our travel businesses back on the radar for our clients as well as trying to maintain that sense of normality which is causing chaos and burnout Suze do you agree oh yes I do Steph and hey thanks so much for having me on the show again I'm so thrilled to be here and uh, I 100% agree with that gosh it's been quite overwhelming for people and I'm hearing this left right and center at the moment particularly for women who have perhaps during that last two years hiatus in the travel industry have needed to go off and get a new job and of course they've got kids at home as well and you know travel started up they're not quitting their jobs now suddenly they've got two jobs right they've got their own business which they're passionate about and a job that they're doing during the day, perhaps. And uh, they may be passionate about that as well. So it's a whole new ball game, and it's kind of learning how to split yourself in two. That's probably how it feels for some people. Hey, two, two full-time jobs is uh, not, not ideal. <laughs> no, but reality for a lot of people, as we take that time to build up, because it will take time, won't it, Steph, to build up our yeah. businesses? Yes. For sure. So what are some of the things that you've been seeing and noticing in the industry at the moment? Yeah, look, what I'm noticing is something very interesting. It's always been kind of prevalent in our industry. It's called scarcity. Our unconscious mind 
drives our thoughts, behaviors, and our beliefs. Now, we have a conscious mind, of course. That's the mind that we use every day. You know, when we're driving somewhere, hopefully we're driving and we're thinking about what we're doing. <laughs> but unconsciously, there's, there's like an ocean of unconscious mind going on there, you know, unconscious thoughts. So our thoughts, where we come from, are placed in two main spots. One is fear-based and the other is love-based. So what I mean by that is we can come from a place of love and it all starts with a belief. So when we come from a place of love, our thoughts are going to be happier and our behaviors and beliefs are going to be also happy. Now, you'll know what I mean. You're going to start feeling more loving towards yourself, towards home, towards your partner, uh, towards your work, towards what you're doing. And we feel passion and, and we feel on fire or purpose in those moments. We're making progress and we're just loving uh, living our life. And we're also thinking abundantly. Now, the other mindset is fear. And with fear-based thoughts, our behaviors and our beliefs, we have a sense of lack. And often we're focusing on what we don't have and we're possibly looking at other people and we're comparing ourselves. And sometimes we believe that only good things happen to others and not to us, that somehow they're luckier. I'm sure that you can relate to that. We've all had those feelings from time to time. Hey, that person was born into a, a great family. So of course they're luckier, you know? So then we can often go into this scarcity mentality and it's this mentality which actually holds us back in life and it holds us back from achieving what we want and it stops us from learning and moving forward. So we are suddenly living in lack. Makes 100% sense though because that's where that anxiety and that imposter syndrome and all those little gremlins all raise their heads and it's coming from those times where you're having a moment of weakness because a you may you are overwhelmed and I know that I don't function well when I'm facing overwhelm the best way to kind of get through it is just just do the work I know yes. it's hard just do the work <laughs> Yes, just do. That's right. Look, we're all human. This is human behavior we're talking about. We all struggle with this in some way. Our fears are always the same. There are three universal fears and every single person on this planet has them. One, two or three or all three. Okay. So it's the fear of not being loved, the fear of not being good enough and the fear of not belonging. And these fears come into play when we're under certain circumstances or situations. So talking about scarcity, there's a couple of different subcategories to scarcity. And, and you know, our listeners may be able to relate to one or maybe all of them. Being human, I pretty much can relate to all of these. So, I, you know, I was wondering, Steph, when we have that moment when a client that we have done a lot of work for does not book with us. Now, that client could be a friend or a family member, right? Mm -hmm. And we get that sick feeling in our stomach and we start to get these emotions that come up like, oh my God, I feel so betrayed. I feel so angry. I feel so hurt. I can't tell you how many people in this industry have actually voiced those words. It's that moment. And, you know, we're all on chat lines with each other going, oh my God, I can't believe my sister-in-law 
who I just gave all this great information to. I've done this huge quote, took a week. She's gone and booked it somewhere else. Okay, so because we perceive we've lost something, we get really, really personal about it. We get really upset about it. You see, we're motivated by the thought of losing something more than the thought of gaining something. We have FOMO, the fear of missing out. So when this happens, that mental trigger of scarcity comes into play and you'll do anything to get the sale. So scarcity shoves us into action like nothing else, right? And the problem with that is we're doing it out of fear and we're missing out on opportunities and, you know, of other people coming through. We just focus on what we've missed out on, right? We could be missing out on the next person that walks through the door or picks up the phone, but we're going to focus on that fear and we're going to just dig in there and we're going to get ourselves really upset. Now, you may be in a position where money is really scarce right now. I mean, let's face it, this has been really difficult, the most difficult time for us in this industry. And so you may be in a position where you're trying to recoup money after the last two years of COVID closures. So your relationship with money right now is your huge focus. And as we said before in the previous chat, you get what you focus on, right? It pays to focus on something good. (laughs) It does. But given that, you now find yourself jumping to the conclusion that the reason your sister-in-law or cousin or client didn't book with you is because of money. And you've jumped to that conclusion because it's what's going on in your world. You're focusing on money or the lack thereof. So we only see the world the way we are, not the way it is, because it's the way we are and it's different for each and every one of us. Interesting point though, Sue, is because earlier on in my career, I didn't have that confidence to even invoice a client if it was over $10,000 or even over $5,000. It just seemed like so much money and because I didn't have that money I was too busy traveling so of course I didn't have that money (laughs) (laughs) I felt bad or felt guilty about asking for that money for a client but here they are they're booking you know higher end product or you know something very extravagant because they might have only just started doing their trips when they're into their retirement So yes, they have got that money ready to go. But because I was so conscious about it, just exactly what you just said, absolutely nailed it, Suze. It does definitely impact your sales because you are coming from that scarcity mindset where it's like, well, I haven't, I've got $2 in my bank account to last me till payday on Friday. But here are these guys happy to drop, you know, 30, 40K on a holiday. And I'm about to press the send button on the email, right? So Yeah, of course it's daunting. Because we consistently bring in our bias, right? And Mm -hmm. our values and our beliefs. And I so relate to this too. I, oh my God, in my long career, I spent a lot of time where I was really struggling with money. And, you know, I was like a single mom and I was really, really struggling. And I would occasionally get people who would want to travel first class. Now, I was booking a lot of business class, but the ones that wanted to travel first class, I actually found myself at times kind of almost talking them out of it until I realized, what am I doing? My clients were actually telling me, they were saying, Sue, I think I deserve to fly first class. Well, I had to stop and listen to that and go, okay, all right, that's cool. I'd just like to fly premium economy right now. The thing is though, In 
in this um, example where people, you know, your sister-in-law say or your cousin or whatever has just gone somewhere else and you've taken it upon yourself, we then, because our world is coloured by money enough with, you know, or lack thereof or we're focusing our own on money, we then believe we need to charge less. We just must be too expensive. Instead of saying, okay, let's let let it go, we get upset and we take the opposite approach and we start to compare ourselves with the internet, right? How many times have we done that? Yeah, it's a bit hard considering it's an inanimate object and it has no personality. Correct. We forget in that moment all the value and everything else that we bring to the transaction. So we then start to try to be everything to everyone and we work harder to hit our ticketing quotas charging less and working all hours of god which is going to lead to burnout yes that's right yes well a way that you can combat that i suppose trying to be everything to everybody you know like what's the number one solution to that from a marketing standpoint Mm. and a promotional standpoint is to actually get a little bit of liquid courage some wine in the travel industry (laughs) Have a couple of bottles, (laughs) go to the mirror. (laughs) My last podcast episode with Sally Prosser, she was talking about how she actually does mirror work. So she talks to herself in the mirror and she tells herself she's going to slay the day. You and me, girl, we've got this. So yeah, after a bottle of wine, you'll start believing it. And it's also going to give you that boost of confidence for you to actually step into your authority, step into your expertise, your knowledge, your passion, what you're aligned with, uh, and really just ooze that throughout your travel business and make it your niche, double down on it, you know, Mm. step into it. Gosh, we've been two years of scrambling with bookings that we have no alignment with And it's usually the most aligned bookings are the most meaningful. So if that hasn't shown you what it is that's important to you when it comes to your clients or your bookings or what it is that you've got to offer, we need to sit down and have a really, you know, meaningful chat about that. Because I think at the end of the day, if we can niche down, there is going to be huge fears. Of course, like we're turning away potential business Mm -hmm. for the sake of staying aligned. So how do we combat that internally, Suze? Yes, well, you actually mentioned a really great strategy. And one way is to just go to the mirror and high five yourself every single morning. You know when you high five your friends, yeah? There is a, a neurology that's happening in your body. there's like dopamine or something is happening you know in your body in that moment you're championing somebody on and you're going high five I'm so proud of you but we don't do that for ourselves so when you go to the mirror every single morning first thing do that to yourself high five you're great oh my god you've done the best you possibly can and today's a new day you know and just talk yourself up that's one way (laughs) but uh, I love what you said because part of it is letting it go not being so defended and above all else value our worth because when we value our worth and let it go we're opening up new bookings to come new people to walk through the door new energy something that's going to sustain us a lot longer a better booking more money you know and also when we stand very firm in our resolve we're sending a really clear message to our clients you know we're saying this is how we lead our business you know when you say okay thanks sister-in-law great go have a good trip 
that's fine. You're standing firm. You're not playing the game. You're not having to bargain. You know where you're going with your business. And perhaps her booking was never meant to be. Actually, there's other deep emotional reasons, which we won't go into now, why the sister-in-law has, is not booking or choosing not to book with you. And that actually has nothing to do with you. Mm, yeah, 100%. So, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to own that. <laughs> you don't need to own that. So another one of these categories that falls under scarcity is the broke mentality. Oh boy, I know this one because this mentality limits us in life. It's the belief that we're poor and that belief will start to color everything. If you think you were born maybe a bit poor or, you know, it's a pretty tough word, isn't it? But you know, you weren't born with the silver spoon in your mouth. Then quite often you're going to be looking through a lens of, oh gosh, those people over there, they're rich. Of course, great things happen to them. They're beautiful people. They have all the luck. And that limiting belief holds us back greatly. And often we do it out of comfort for not having to step up. And it can be the fear of being seen, the fear of failure, you know, fear of perfection. So we self-sabotage ourselves and we just don't try different things. We just hold ourselves back because we don't want to feel that loss. Yeah, and I think there's a lot to say about that broke mentality. It certainly doesn't help, but in particular people, and I know, and I have been told on numerous occasions that I am fall under a very small category of people who have that incredible ability and if you're familiar with the Maslow's hierarchy of needs down the bottom you've got your you know your basic needs and up the scale it goes up all the way up to the top where it's self-actualization and it's you achieving your goals but along the way you're actually establishing your basic level of need and similarly like I'm a single parent I grew up across the road from the beach never really left my hometown grew up with kisses and cuddles Uh, also had an identical twin sister so when it came to school excursions and trips away and things like that my parents had to think of two people going (laughs) to to lots of expenses Um, and also yeah like you said looking towards other people and thinking you know how can they afford it what's wrong with me am I not deserving of this and it's it literally embeds itself into your DNA like you are always coming from a place of survival you're always coming from that broke mentality and you know I've noticed it a lot in my attitude adulthood and it's something that I've noticed that sometimes I also project onto my own child oh sorry we can't do that we can't afford to go there yeah you know like even though it could just be a quick like let's just get the hell out of the shops strategy (laughs) fair Um, enough something I'm traumatizing him (laughs) I'm giving him the broke mentality when he doesn't even know what money is yet so yeah it's something that we've totally got to be conscious of but when it comes to business and when it comes to promoting and having your own personal brand and your own business your own you know footprint online in the digital world something that we could do to get out of that broke mentality is actually visualizing what it is that you want your business to look and feel like and have no limitations on what it is that you want to achieve so just for like two seconds just write down on a piece of paper what it is that you want to achieve and it could be you know after I build my kick-ass travel agency and put it back on the map in the travel industry I want to build a rocket ship and go fly rockets to the moon with Richard Branson you know like if that's your goal hey I hope you're enjoying the episode so far I just wanted to pop in to invite you to my free masterclass where I'll be sharing my exact three-step system to building a rockstar personal brand that attracts your dream clients into your database so you can step up into your travel biz, own your authority and grow your online presence. 
And not only that, but you'll also get your hands on my entire Travel Agent Runway framework for standing out in the digital world without the tech overwhelm and not knowing where to start. Want in? Head to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash masterclass and save your spot now. See you there. Write it down. Like there shouldn't need to be any limitations on your dreams or your visions because yeah, once you develop that clear and visual path for yourself, it all comes down to you actually putting that into action. Like how do you reverse engineer that so you can actually make that happen for yourself? So even though it's a very stressful and hard time to be in that broke struggle, there's actually so much power that you can harness in that moment because it helps you to stay focused. It helps you stay motivated. And it always inspires you, always, or inspires me. So I can only speak from my experience, but yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. No, exactly. And if you language it, you can have it. So you have to write it down. You have to write it down. And visualizing it, have the outcome in mind first, what your desired state is to be where you want, where you're going in life, what, what you're trying to achieve. Just look at the big picture. I love what you said. Just play with it. If you wanted to build a rocket, that's okay. <laughs> Do it. Just write it out. And then you can start to aim for that. That's fantastic. Yes. And another strategy there is to be grateful. When we're grateful, we just have a completely different feeling in our heart. There's a saying, the way to be poor is to be ungrateful. It sounds a little bit harsh, but what that saying means is in those moments where you just feel in lack, you're really being ungrateful. You're not looking at the big picture here. You're not looking at all the wonderful things that you do have. So we mm. need to start looking at the things we have, you know, and it can be just as simple as it's a beautiful day and I've got coffee, you know, the smell of coffee in the background and, you know, my kids playing outside happily and the sun shining, whatever it is, be grateful. It changes everything in your neurology when you're grateful, especially when you're feeling depression. Yeah. So yes, yes. And um, as you said, you want to start thinking more abundantly and knowing that you are worthy of everything, that you're worthy of success. Because this is tapping yes. into one of those fears that we have, one of those three universal fears of I'm not good enough. Except we are. We are good enough. And in fact, we have this and we always have had it. We've had all of the success within us, it's right there. It's just tapping into that and believing it and then acting upon it. So the next one is under scarcity is dreams are expensive mentality. Mm. So like my yeah. dreams are bloody expensive, I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now this is an interesting one because you and I have both invested in ourselves. Is that mm. fair to say? Yes. Yes. We've invested in our learnings, you know, your learning, your studying, you have mentors, you're paying for your education and the same goes for myself. So there's no better investment than self, right? But this particular scarcity mindset keeps you from chasing your dreams because you're constantly living in that survival mode and not thrive mode. And you hold yourself back unconsciously because deep down, you don't believe that you can achieve greatness. But greatness is in every one of us. It's just our life's journey to decide and learn and choose to find it, you know? And it comes to us at all different times of our lives. So instead, you go on and you work hard and you put off time for yourself. You don't spend money on your business because you're in fear of disappointing yourself and in fear of failure some way 
you know, that you could possibly perceive yourself as failing. And you might be trying to be seen as perfect. So that perfectionist mentality comes in. Yeah, recovering perfectionist over here. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. So then you end up feeling burnt out because you're not living your passions and hobbies. It's just all about work. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think something else comes into play there when you're so burnt out and you're so exhausted. The struggle is real, right? Like at the end of the day, yeah. which all we're trying to do is just live our life and do a good job, be a good travel agent, be a good mother, be a good friend, all the above. But it does limit you to the point where you just decide that you just don't want to try. You don't want to even try to live out your dreams because, yes, it could be an expensive mistake, you know, financially and physically, emotionally, spiritually, like it's all connected. So once again, it's so important to have that community around you of like-minded entrepreneurs, like-minded community who are all in the same headspace, travel agents who are wanting to go further in their careers, up level to the next, you know, rise to the next level of their business. Now that we've had a little, I don't know if you could call it a break, but... It certainly hasn't been a holiday. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, investing in that professional and personal development. Like there's nothing better than having a coach on your side. Like thanks to Suze, you have done wonders for me. Or a mentor on your side in your corner who's not the only one other than yourself that is helping you support your dreams. And it does take a village and a community to share that journey because Yes, like I said, we're all going through the same thing, but it's so important to have that encouragement, have that support, have that love and have a space where you do have people to hold you accountable and lift you up when you need it. Like there is nothing more important than that right now. It's not something that we've generally done because the travel industry even if you're sitting in an office full of people, you still feel alone. It's very much your own race, even though you're in an office. Yes. And when you're in a home-based agency, you feel even more so like that because you are physically alone. But if you've got people in a space that can hold you in those moments of complete despair, yes, it's absolutely magic. It is. Oh, I 100% agree with that. There's a saying, you are the average of the five closest people around you. So pick wisely. So pick people that will help you rise up and who will be there to encourage you, drive you, keep you accountable, who will love you at the same time. <laughs> Have those people around you, not the ones that tear you down. Yeah, so it's being very careful, mindful of the filters in your life, like filtering out the people that drag you down, perhaps the news that we watch on TV, you know, just minimize it. Just be really, really careful of what you let into your life. Yeah. But there are communities out there. And I mean, we're hoping to build a community, aren't we, Steph? Mm. People, you know, who want to move forward, who want to live out their best life with their passion of travel and helping other people, you know, travel and their sense of adventure. So we're really committed to that. Join that sort of community because there are people out there mm. and keep away from the ones that tear you down. Yeah, that was that was great. I 100% agree with that. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> You're rubbing off on me. There's, there's a couple of other things that you can do and we have touched on it and that is, you know, thinking, start visualising your big why and start with the big goal, your end goal in mind. Okay, start with the end goal in mind and it can be big. Whatever the outcome is that you desire, just start with that. And write a list and ask yourself, who do I have to be and what do I need to do to make this all happen? 
And what will this business bring me in the future? Why do I have this business? Ask yourself all those questions. Who do I need to be to have this business and have it working really well and achieving that end goal? How do I need to show up? So yeah, there's a few different things that you can do, but we'll go on to another one of these uh, scarcity mentalities. And I think this one is going to be right up your alley here. And that one is when it's rare, it's more valuable mentality. So we like things more if we perceive them as being scarce, kind of like um, diamonds, you know, Girls must have them. Now, the problem with this mentality in the extreme can lead towards consumerism. So shopping, like you see people going out, shopping all the time, buying heaps of stuff. They're kind of filling a hole. Mm, They want to have the best clothes. They want to have the best house. And sometimes it even leads to gambling, right? Well, you see it all the time on on social media and things like that. You just think, oh my God, how does that woman afford all those brand new bikinis or you know, you're still wearing the pair of bikinis or the, the, the one piece that you've been looking after very well <laughs> for the last five years. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes. And you also see it when um, you go to a restaurant and or you walk past a restaurant rather and you see a line of people standing outside that restaurant and you think, well, that restaurant must have something. I've got to go there. So you go and stand in the line. Mm. Fear of missing out. Yeah. You know, but we're getting attracted to the restaurant and we're getting attracted to a shop that has five people in it rather than the shop that has nobody in it, right? Mm. Because they, you know, it's like a herd mentality. There must be something extraordinary going on. Yeah, then scarcity hits us. We don't want to miss out. But here's where it really, really falls into your camp. This rule works so well in our business because we're using it all the time Mm. to get people moving. Hey, Mr. Jones, we've got a deadline of tomorrow (laughs) and that fare's going to go up. (laughs) You know, if it goes up, it's not my fault. (laughs) Right. And you know that island you want to go to? Well, you know, I can get the last room for you. (laughs) It's got your name on it. We've got a book today. So there's a yin and a yang to all of this. What yeah. do you think, Steph? Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's nothing that beats that exclusivity that you yes. give yourself in business. And I really like it. And a good way to manage it is setting up that calendar for clients who want to book an appointment time. I've been in a few agencies before where we haven't done this. And your workload is everywhere. You've got phones buzzing. You're, you're meeting people as they walk in through the door. It's very uh, disorganized. But there was one office that I was in where we purposely booked in appointments for our clients. And this is where I saw this work really, really well. And even more so, if you're a home-based agent or an independent agency, your work doesn't have to be during the traditional times of work during the day, right? Like your business is you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it comes down to when you are available. So putting a calendar together or something like that, you know, you're booking in time slots just like you would with a solicitor, a doctor, a hairdresser or a therapist. You will then be seen as managing your time. It doesn't mean that you have to be rushed off your feet to fit everyone in, but it just adds to that scarcity myth where it's like, oh wow, that travel agent uh, has a waiting list. (laughs) Uh, She can't fit me until Friday. Whereas if I walk into a shopping center and go into any other brick and mortar store, I can get seen right away. So, you know, I'm in a bit of a situation here. So which, which way do I go? Maybe I'll wait for her because she sounds like she's really honoring her time. 
you don't ever you don't ever hear a client saying this but <laughs> <laughs> but you just think okay well other people want her I want her as well and this is the perfect way to social proof your business my episode from last week how to social proof your business and grow your travel brand organically we talked all about how you can get people on your radar just by sharing good experiences but having a booked out calendar does the exact same thing so what it means for you as a business owner is that yeah you work to your schedule girlfriend or boyfriend whoever's listening (laughs) because Mm -hmm. that's why we went mobile that's why we went independent because we wanted to have that flexibility in our business and what it does is it spells freedom with emphasis on expertise and dispels those who are a total time suck for a lack of a better term (laughs) and keeps your energy aligned with your business vision and what it is that you are passionate about and how how you're best serving your community yes and and there's another point time's our greatest commodity and if we value our time and we show others we value our time then we're likely to attract people who also value their time and they are the clients we want you only get two kinds of clients one that's uh, money driven you know, they've got the eye on the dollar or time driven. We want the time driven ones. You know, the ones that are time poor, we want them. Mm-hmm, They're mm-hmm. the ones we want. So, um, yeah, you are leading the way if you are valuing your time and you, you, you become like that really attractive restaurant, that really attractive shop. People mm-hmm. want a piece of you. You know, there's um, a few things that you can do to avoid the, the burnout, Steph, because our unconscious mind doesn't know how to prioritise things. It's our conscious mind that mm-hmm. does that. So our conscious mind needs structure to manage it all. Otherwise, our thoughts will just keep going back to our unconscious and we'll just think about 100 million things that we've got to do all at once. So we can't remember everything and that leads to overwhelm. So as you said, start a calendar and this can be a calendar of thoughts. You can put your thoughts in there. Don't try to remember everything. Just put your thoughts as they come up, just write it down. You can set up a to-do list. You can set up an ideas purge list and categorize it. Okay, this is what I have to do shopping, you know, I have to go to the doctor, I have to do XYZ for my business. Set up a calendar entry for all the appointments that you have and include self-care time. Because if you're not taking at least 30 minutes out of your life every day to look after yourself, you will burn out. And we don't want that to happen. So put the oxygen mask on first, take care of yourself, write it all down, language everything, whatever system's going to work for you, but get it out of your head and get it down. Otherwise, it'll go into the subconscious and it'll keep running around. And even just having that, dedicating that time and blocking it out, like I do it, but I probably don't do it often enough or as regular as I should. But when I do do it, God, I feel like such a different person. I really feel like I'm honoring myself. I really feel like I'm living in a world of abundance. I don't need to stress about where the next dollar is coming from because I trust that I am enough, that it is coming. And, you know, it brings into that manifestation side of things as well, which, you know, most likely is a topic for another time. And yeah, just it increases that self-belief that you are worthy of space. You are worthy of a break. You are worthy of being in control of your life, your business, and, you know, stop being a victim to all of these scarcity mindset sins, because at the end of the day, they don't serve you. The only person that can serve you is you. That's right. They're unresourceful, but we're human and they're emotions. 
and the emotions are just whatever meaning we give to them. That's it. So don't give the time to scarcity. Don't give your energy to scarcity. Give it to self-love, self-care first, and you'll find that you'll be starting to think more abundantly. And when you think more abundantly, then things start to come to you. It's it's just incredible. But we're mm. human. So validating ourselves is so important. Like it happened to me this morning, okay? I have this appliance. <laughs> it's a, an expensive facial appliance, okay? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> And, you know, hey, I kind of need these things now. Anyway, had this appliance and I accidentally dropped it and it snapped. And the first thing I thought was, oh, my God, that cost me so much money. And I saved to get this appliance, okay? (laughs) And it's not easy to get. It's rare. (laughs) And I was getting myself very upset and I was going straight into scarcity of, oh my God, I've just wasted all this money, da, 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 da. And then I quickly snapped into, hold on a second, I had that, it served me well. I'm going to just make so much money. (laughs) Money's just (laughs) going to flow in from all these unexpected channels. It's going to come to me. It's going to be fine. (laughs) And I'll have the newer version. It'll be brighter. It'll have more shiny lights. It'll be beautiful. (laughs) So, you know, it's reframing it and being grateful. I had to be grateful in that moment that the appliance had served me well for three years. Mm. So, yeah, we all do it. We all do it. Thank you so much, Suze. I feel like this conversation has just come at such a timely moment in our Mm. careers and in our life. Uh, and especially for me, like I love just hearing you because it's, you oh, know, you sometimes, it's, sometimes it's something in your head, but you just can't, you don't know what it is, but it's not until you hear, you know, perhaps a podcast or something like this, where it's like, actually, all of those feelings are relevant. They make sense. I'm not alone. So yeah, I don't want anyone of our listeners feeling like, they are feeling like this and if you are like I really want you to reach out to either myself or Suze in this time. Suze how can we get in contact with you if we need to make an appointment or ask you for your beautiful expertise? Oh thank you. People can get in touch with me via Facebook, Instagram. I'm sure that there's going to be links at the end of this podcast as well. So yeah and I'd love to hear from anybody. We can have a quick chat and uh, see how I can help serve you. And thank you for saying that coaching is really important Steph so thank you for acknowledging that. I do help people keep accountable and I help them learn about themselves on a deeper level. And then I find that once they connect the dots, they're happy. Off they go. They're seeing the world differently. What I love about you, Steph, is that you bring psychology into your course. It makes it so much easier for people to understand and to also, I guess, normalize it for people that we all go through these things at different times, but boy, we've gone through it right? Mm. We feel you. And um, I love that you language that during your course to your students. It's phenomenal. You're not, if you sign up with Steph, you're not just doing some geeky social media course. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing something really fun. And um, she's going to teach you about your mindset as well. So it's great. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being a part of our program and I love our collaboration. It's so me meaningful, too. not just to me, but it's so meaningful for our students who are embarking on their transformation and how they transform their business. Yeah, it's about rising up to that next level and committing to action and committing to doing the work. So Yes, thank you so very much, Suze. I cannot wait to talk to you again. And for now, I'm going to go and put some of your techniques into action. And yeah, hopefully we can chat again about it soon. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you. And I'm going to take up some of your marketing tips as well. No worries. Thanks, Suze. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Another fabulous episode together. Sue, thank you so much for your time and for sharing us with all of your beautiful mindset tips and tricks that you've got up your sleeve. If you're wanting to download an online version of today's show notes, you can head over to travelbystephanie.com.au forward slash 42 for how to beat the four scarcity mindset sins and avoid business burnout. Also, I would love to invite you to join my free live masterclass that is happening next week to steal my three-part travel agent runway framework and how to stand out in the digital world. If you want to sign up, head over to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash masterclass. The link will be in the show notes as well. I'd love to see as many travel agent pals there as possible. It is going to be super awesome and super juicy as always. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider subscribing to Unplug in Paradise on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you're feeling super generous as well, if you can leave me a five-star rating and review. Also, a side note, next week's episode, I sit down with lawyer Riz McDonald of Found Legal as we go over all the ways that you can cross your T's and dot your I's when it comes to starting out in your new travel business or if you've already got a travel business, how to go about making sure it's all legally legit. I have a current questionnaire available if you want to submit a question. DM me for the link. Otherwise, it is inside the Travel Industry Women's Agents Facebook group too. So if you do have a legal question that you want me to ask, I'll do my best to get some answers for you. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next week for the live masterclass training. See ya. Bye.